You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's a reason I wasn't on the singing episode. This, yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. That was the last one. It was really awesome. Yeah. It's uh, Joanne and I coming back at you. And as of recording, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. To all the mothers out there. Yes. We wouldn't be here without you. Accurate. Accurate. So, Joanna, how have you been? I'm great. How's your mindset? Use some work. <laughs> so, that's our topic for today, is mindset. And what is it? And we were just talking before hitting record, saying that mindset's kind of a, a buzzword. So, say what you were telling me, like... It's kind of a buzzword. People are saying it. What else? Uh, everybody's all about mindset and mental health these days and how to improve it and make it better and get out of the funk. It's everywhere. It's on billboards and ads and you, you, you see it everywhere. Why? Um, I think part of it is because it's more okay to talk about it these days than maybe it used to be in the past is that because of bell let's talk days i don't think entirely <laughs> uh, but uh yeah it's it's more socially acceptable you see you see a lot more i know i see it on like instagram i'm not on tiktok but i see more men talking about it yep and i think that's a huge i, I think huge more thing. men need to talk about it Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've lost too many, too many friends over that. So definitely check in with your friends and ask, how are they really doing? Mm-hmm. We kind of, t- I talked about that with Dave Robinson on a previous episode and um, how important that is. So what do you think people think is mindset? What is mindset in people's minds um self-care okay that's another buzzword (laughs) i think they all go together and i don't think that people really identify the difference so what is the difference if any well what mindset to me is what's in your head stories you tell yourself okay um self-care are things that you do for yourself to make yourself feel better so why why do people do I'm doing air quotes here self-care to make themselves feel better but is but that the, true no it's like a temporary band-aid on the bigger problem right so are they is anything actually changing or is this all this self-care stuff that people are doing just like layering it like we're, we're throwing just, a mask we're over. just treating symptoms okay 
So what are, what are some typical things that people do for self-care? Um, spa day, meditate, mm. journal. Um, yeah. And there Yoga. is nothing wrong with doing any of those. No, I think they're all great to do and part of the bigger picture, but it's not going to fix the problem. What's the problem? Your head. Okay. What's inside it? Which is, and you already met, you already <laughs> kind of led up to this. The stories. I feel like I'm interviewing you here. Okay. This is nice. No pressure. Yeah. So that's that's my definition of mindset is the stories that you tell yourself to yourself. And they're generally on loop. They repeat themselves. There's no start or end. You're both the narrator and the subject of those stories. And they cause a lot of pain mm -hmm. when you don't get them out so what a lot of people will do is they'll talk about it and that's great that's amazing instead of keeping it in let it out but usually when people let it out they're not getting everything it's only like I find it's only surface level stuff and so my goal when working with people on their mindset, AKA on their stories, the first step we do is write it down. And so that takes this whole idea or concept of mindset from the clouds and it brings it down to the ground floor. We actually put our feet on the ground, put pen to paper and write that shit down. When you do, it allows that story to have a first word, a last word, period at the end and that's it it's a complete story that's how stories work if you read a book there's page one and there's the last page and then you close the book and the story's done yep unless, and, unless and people come in and write a sequel but. you get the time and space to think about it and write down I, I, step by step line by line you're not going to forget anything you're more likely to remember all the points of that story while you're writing it down versus saying it out loud. Right. So how, how fast are your thoughts? Personally or just yeah. like as a general? No, no, just <laughs> I'm asking you. I, it's like a million miles a minute. Right. It's so fast. Like our thoughts are really just blasts, like light blasts of feelings and emotions. They're so fast. You can't, you can't, stop and describe it so what you just said is writing it down helps to slow it down mm -hmm. and when you slow it down then you can start processing it more so I do what's called uh, it's a four-step process when it comes to getting unstuck from a particular story so the first step is writing it down and you just title it give it a title just like a movie a book um, an album they all have a title Title it out, write it down. Write the story out, plain English, as if you were telling it to somebody else. And this isn't rocket science stuff. But the pen is heavy. Mm -hmm. When it comes time to writing it down, I've, I've asked this to my clients. I was like, all right, let's pick up the pen. They're like, nah, I don't want to. It's hard. It's very hard. It, it's hard. It hurts. But it's part step one of the process. And then after we write down the story, step two is reading it. 
that's when shit gets heavy. That's when we, uh, I pull out the boxes of Kleenex. Gets real. Yeah. Because on paper, it's still just a theory. How many people have written down that story in their head? I want to say less than 1%. How many people have written it down and then read it? A fraction of that 1%. But out loud. Correct. So you can see it and hear it and say it. Step three is reading it, but more slowly. And that's, that can make it more, I don't judge. I don't, I don't have an expectation. I just ask my client, how did that change the feeling of that story? Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse. Again, it's not for me to direct it. It, it is what it is. And then step four is slow it down with some breath in between every sentence. And usually by adding the breath in there, it allows for more space, clarity, time to process. And I had one client say, it broke it down so it was just words. It's like, that's... Probably a pretty good improvement from where she started. Vastly different than the first read-through. And so you can see that happen. Every time we come back to that story and we read it, it has less value and has less weight over you. Mm-hmm. It's like a dark cloud was lifted and you're like, oh my God, that was just a story. It's not me. It's not my identity. It was just a story. Now, how many stories are 100% true? What do you mean? If you have a story in your head, what are the chances that it's 100% accurate as you remember it? Oh, well, I guess it could kind of be like the telephone game Mm -hmm. when you were a kid. Yep. So the event happened and then over time, your memory gets a little foggy and you kind of fill in details that maybe you don't remember 100% accurately. Yep. Or other stories start to bleed into it. Yeah. So you're kind of, your, your brain isn't like a tape recorder and like verbatim, this is what happened exactly the way it was. Your brain fills in the blanks. That's how that works. So the stories that you're telling yourself, you don't have to believe them. You have that option. I guess it's more the feeling Mm -hmm. that you remember. Yeah. How a certain event made you feel. And that's kind of what you carry with you. Which then what carries with you into other stories, adulthood, future stories, right? So we see these patterns repeat themselves over and over. And it's because you're stuck on that loop. Like I said at the start, you're stuck on that replay of that same story over and over. Mm -hmm. So all that to say is your words powerfully influence you for better or worse. And you have the ability to, to change them. That's the cool part. I see we have a dog joining we, us now. We have some some helpers. Okay. okay. <laughs> Helping dogs. So yeah, um, the goal of when I work with with clients, and I, I did a new one just today. Ask, I'm not I'm not sure what your process looks like. Like what what do we actually do? And I jokingly said. We write things down, we talk about them, and we cry. And then she goes, well, I'm really good at the crying part. I'm like, 
But that's that's what it is. That's that's part of the process. It's so ridiculously simple, but it works. That's the cool part. I've taken m- numerous people through this whole process now, and it's it's amazing and powerful to see that that switch. And it's it's, it's literally like instant. It's like it's, a light switch. Yeah. It, it it flicks. And that's the that's why I want to keep doing this. Like I'm 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 so like I believe. I'm a believer. I don't know what the word is. I'm looking for it. <laughs> You're passionate about it? Yeah. But it's more than that. Like I, I'm a believer in it. Because I've seen it happen mm-hmm. repeatedly over and over again. You've done it yourself and you've seen it for other people. Yeah. So I guess that goes back to like the first days of CrossFit. Like I experienced it. And I was like, everybody needs to know right. about this. Right. And so this was as powerful, if not more powerful, when, when I went through that process and had that like flick. I was like, oh my God, that was, that was crazy. Something else. And now I've seen it over and over again with other people. I'm like, if you can write it down, I can, I can walk you through this process. Yeah. And you'll be better off. Yeah. So in the works is uh, an ebook to kind of get people into this mind space. I will say mindset, but into this mind space of like, what what's some of the language that we use and those are things like the words that we use in our day-to-day lives will influence our emotions imagination our behavior our posture the way we breathe so if we can start paying attention to our words we can start changing how we feel and and interact with other people and so this ebook's kind of going to going to help people with that um next kind of phase or stage down uh in a week's time, I'm running a no excuses course. It's not a hundred percent mindset stuff. There's definitely some productivity. Um, we'll call it making it making your life more purposeful. Mm-hmm. So if you have a particular goal in mind, how can we supercharge that and make it like hit? Make that make that goal and working towards it productive and and efficient. And then after that, it's working, working with me one-on-one. And so I've been having a blast with it. Um, we always start. So when you work with me, we start with some word games. It's fun for me. It's not always fun for the other person. Um, but we just play with words. We write words down, write sentences down. We mess with them. We draft craft, supercharge. And see how the words influence you. It's kind of neat because sometimes they're just, they're completely random sentences. Like I wrote down one the other day for somebody, I am frustrated. And she goes, oh yeah. It's like, I just made that up. Like I just random, random went (laughs) one. I was like, okay, well, how's that make you feel other than frustrated? She goes, oh, really stuck. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, do you feel that anywhere in your body? Yeah. Right, right up my like almost in my throat, but kind of like in my chest. Okay, on a scale of one to ten, how how intense is that emotion? Oh, it's a, it's up there. It's like a seven. It's like okay, cool. And so then we messed with that that phrase. 
instead of saying, I am frustrated, we rewrote it to, I am experiencing frustration. Mm-hmm. How'd that change the feeling? A little, little bit lighter. Yeah. It wasn't nearly as heavy. And then we went to, I am currently experiencing frustration. So there's an end. There's a way out. It means it's not engulfed in you. It wasn't your whole person. Nova! Get! Jesus, Murphy. I'm keeping that in. (laughs) She grabs these bones and throws them in the air and drops them on the hardwood floor. It's great. So yeah, I am currently experiencing frustration, meaning it's just a moment of time. And then we took that even one step further. Only part of me is currently feeling frustration. Mm -hmm. Meaning it's not your whole person. It's just part of you. And so if only part of you is feeling frustration currently, what's the other part of you feeling? Happy. Anything else other than frustration, right? So it's neat to play those games and see the shift happen in some people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The last, the one I did on Friday last week, she goes, I see what you did there. I was like, yes, mission accomplished. So, but it also makes it a, a more true statement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's this. It's true. Not, I'm not entirely frustrated. There's a part of me. There's just this one thing that's making me frustrated. That's not my whole life, even though right now it might feel like it is. And so that's that's the whole goal of this mindset work is making this practical, like. When we mess with words and write them down, that's putting it into practice. And you can do that with any sentence. Put in, let's try, I am injured. That's, a, that's one that you'll hear around gyms, around people that are active. Okay, well, are you injured or are you currently experiencing an injury? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that means it's not going to be forever. It's temporary. Is there anything that you can do about that? Yes, put it on your calendar. Let's get something done. And that this process leads to action. What can we do? How can we change this so that mm-hmm. it's not part of you? It's not, you don't own that injury. You're just currently experiencing it at this time. There's stuff you can do about it. So. so what can people do to start small with all of these words? Well, the soft, soft talk challenge. Yeah. That's the easiest thing to to put into practice. What is soft talk, Kevin? Soft talk is words that will, um, that do not elicit solid, confident choices or, or decisions. So for instance, I might be ready at seven o'clock. Will you be ready? Or won't you be ready at 7? So you have no confidence in me being ready at 7 o'clock? No. If I say I might be ready at 7 o'clock? Not really. That's soft talk. Yeah. Might, maybe, try, think, kind of, sort of, probably, perhaps, one day. These are all soft talk words that when you become aware of them, you will see, you'll definitely see it in other people. And then the goal is to notice it in yourself. And then we will, you, you will rewrite or re-say the sentences to make them more solid. 
So that's, that's how another way of making mindset practical, taking it from the clouds and bringing it back to the ground floor. How can we actually do this? We do this by changing the way we talk to ourselves and the way we talk to others. So you will be ready at seven. I'll be ready at 630. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Because if you're not early, you're late. Awesome. Well, I hope that gives people a better understanding of kind of what this mindset work is and, and how it's practical and what we do. And that's, again, that's the whole point of this podcast is to make it useful, practical, not just inspirational. So um, I will link in the show notes the Soft Talk Challenge. Okay. People can print it out, put it up. Put it on your fridge. Take put, out those words. Put it wherever you're going to notice it the most. So that might might be in your in your kitchen. It might be at work. It might be in your car. Wherever, um, put it somewhere where you're going to notice it. Where you're most likely to use those words, and then pluck them out. See what happens. I love it. All right. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.